Welcome to the JD Remedy. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the JD Remedy. I'm so excited to be here. I just wanted to um, have to say it because I know you guys are listening. My friend's fiance started mimicking me. I'm assuming not in a mean way. He just, you know, is obviously so starstruck and mesmerized by my talent of my opening line in my podcast that he feels the need (laughs) to walk around mimicking my opening line, guys. I feel like everybody needs to send in their best opening line for the JD Remedy podcast. Like, you know, welcome back to another episode of the JD Remedy. I feel like that's something we can all like make a tune out of. So go for gold. Send your send your things in and you'll be featured on the podcast. Um, I am a little hyper today and I'm actually sweaty right now. I've been um just twerking in my house for no reason. I um just like the fact that I can do it. It looks good in the mirror. And you know what I found out today? It is a workout in a half, man. Like my quads they're burning, right? They're burning. Like new new workout unlocked. So I'm sweaty. I'm hot. But you know what? I made myself another coffee anyway because, you know, coffee is life. A little ASMR for you guys. Woo! It has been a fucking full-on couple of weeks, let me tell you. Well, I'm not going to tell you because I'm not ready to tell you. But when I tell you, hold your panties, girlfriends. It's going to be... We're in for a wild ride, okay? But um, I have been I've been watching some Netflix, guys. I um I have some wrecks for you. Only one this week. Calm yourself. One wreck. I actually, what the fuck am I ever talking about? Where is this podcast going? <laughs> I'm going good, guys. Hope everybody has been well and had a good week. It's good to be back. That, that's all I have for you guys. All right, on to the wrecks. <laughs> Maybe I need a co-host or like a manager to just pull me into line and be like, you know what? Just stay on track. Just calm your farm. Your head's all over the place. Just like be normal. It's okay. But that wouldn't be any fun for you guys. So if you're still here listening a couple of minutes in, I love and appreciate you. Thank you for accepting my weirdness. Da-da. Okay. For the fourth millionth time. Is that a thing? Four. Four. <laughs> guys I'm I promise I'm sober like I don't know what's going on okay so let's get into the wrecks I I know that I'm super late on this super late I finally watched Bridgerton (laughs) everybody's like bitch like Netflix is taking that off that's how old it is um no but I've always it's been on my my list you know my list on Netflix it's been on there for fucking like months because I'm like everybody's talking about it. I feel like it's something I should watch. It looks interesting, but you know, you just have to be in the mood for something to watch it, right? Like, you know, you want to watch it, but I'm just not in the headspace for Bridgerton. Like I'm, I need to see every single crime documentary that comes out first from start to finish before I watch anything like that. So I ran out of crime documentaries, watched them all. (sighs) Story of my life. So then I was like, fine, I'll give fucking Bridgerton a go. Okay. And I tell you what, it did not disappoint. Somebody summed it up very accurately. And it's like the gossip girl, but in like the 1800s. Was it set in the 1800s? 
again, here I go, like not having relevant information about what I'm referring. <laughs> um, what era was, oh, look, somebody's already asked. It's not just me. 1813. Yeah, so the 1800s. It's fucking awesome. Like, obviously some, like, olden era shows can be a little bit drag and boring and but this is like gossip girl in the 1800s and i love that they stuck to like cultural norms and you know society societal norms back then like um the whole thing is about families like marrying off their daughters and like wealthy families staying in connection and are you elite enough to be matched with certain families and you know all that fucking shit so It was, I love that it was in the era that like any premarital touching or kissing or fornicating or whatever the fuck you want to call it was so taboo to the point of like, if you kissed a girl, but you weren't, she wasn't your wife, like that girl is completely like shunned upon in the town. Like she's a disgrace. Nobody wants her anymore. So like the fucking sexual chemistry, the whole season Um, And if you guys have seen it, you know what I'm talking about, like between the Duke and the Duchess. And uh, that's what makes a good show is like the whole season, you just want them to bang. And then they finally bang. And it's like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happening. Um, I look, that's what like gets you going, right? Like the sexual chemistry throughout the season was really fun to watch. What I really liked about it is you weren't. Your heart wasn't let down because I've seen Game of Thrones and that the reason that movie like that show is so fucked up is because every bad thing that could happen happens like they kill off main characters you like just atrocious fucking shit happens that you wouldn't expect because normally like plot lines in a show they keep it lighthearted and you know there's always a happy ending and a fairy tale ending so it was nice to watch that in Bridgerton like I don't know why but I just kept thinking this isn't going to go the way that we all want it to go like in Game of Thrones it's like fuck I did not see that coming why did that happen that's so sad I liked that character (laughs) um but yeah everything you wanted to happen like fell into place if you don't like that kind of thing where like the shows you you expect you know the ending you know what's gonna happen then you'll probably hate this one but I just I loved it it was like Gossip Girl so if you hate Gossip Girl you probably won't like this one (laughs) but I don't know it was just like so much shit combined um, and I loved it. It was like lighthearted and fun, really good storylines. The characters were very, very good. And obviously the bonus we're all talking about is watching the Duke on screen is like, it's sending me into another dimension, guys. It's like, how is someone that handsome? I just, I can't. But then comes my next sad news for you all. <laughs> somebody told me, when I say somebody, like the internet, that the Duke... The actor, yeah, the act. I don't know if it's like his character or the actor completely and they might replace him, I don't know, is not fucking coming back in season two. Like, that's probably the only reason I wanted to keep watching it was like the chemistry between the Duchess and the Duke and how good looking he was. And like, what is the point of watching it now if that's not in it? But somebody, I keep saying somebody told me as if I have personal conversations with like the writers and shit. The, the internet, I read, Apparently it's about, it's based off of books and apparently the books, each book has different characters' storylines. So they, like the 
everybody was saying like the Duke and Duchess's story has already played out like from start to finish. So no one needs to know about their story anymore. And apparently the second season is about one of the brothers, like the Bridgerton brothers, which I'm like all for, but I think like I'm just so attached emotionally to that couple that I'm like, eh, you know, if they were still in it, maybe, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel. Do you know another series that does this, but they do it differently is Skins. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. It's obviously a completely different genre, but they follow like the same group of friends, but each episode is about a different friend in the group like it follows their life and their day-to-day activities and all that kind of shit so like different points of view from different people in the group I like that because obviously it's only an episode long per character but you still get to see all of the other characters because you're in the same group so maybe if they had like the same era the same problems like same goals in the next season and like the duchess and the Duke was still in season two, that still might be like, oh yeah, you still get to see them blossom. And obviously they had a baby. So that'd be cool to watch that storyline play out. But if it's like something completely different, I probably wouldn't watch it. I'd take a stand and protest that we need the Duke back. But maybe I'll find out where else he's going and I'll watch him on there. His name's obviously not the Duke. I of course don't know the name of the fucking actor. Give me a sec. I'll do my due diligence here. Due diligence? Fuck. Due diligence. Is that a word? Um, Duke Bridgerton. Act- oh, look, see, everybody's looked it up. Oh, no. I apologize if I fuck up the pronunciation of this. Reggae Jean, Reggae Jean Page. Re- Reggie Jean. Reggie Jean. Reggie Jean Page. How do you pronounce? Oh, the fuck is this? We are looking at how to pronounce the name. Of this British Zimbabwean actor. How do you go about pronouncing it? <laughs> We've gone down a rabbit hole. Yes, it is not reggae, but rather reggae. Jean. I did it! Pretty straightforward. Reggae. Jean. Page. Fuck. And now you know. That's amazing. Reggae Jean. Reggae Jean Page. That's a pretty name. Reggae Jean. What a fucking sick name. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Reggae Jean. Okay, I'm going off topic here, but yeah, that is my 100% recommendation. But I do warn you, take caution, because if you are very attached and emotionally attached to characters like I am, I don't want you to be disappointed. But maybe there'll be a follow-up to this recommendation when season two comes out. You never know. Um, Stay fucking tuned. Selling Sunset just signed on for season three and four I'm so excited. Oh my God. Um, That and there's quite a few other shows that have been signed on as well. I can't remember the other one, but you know, I'm about to fucking hit you guys with lots of recommendation bangers. So keep an eye out. Maybe I should stop having coffee. Okay. And that's the episode. Just kidding. Today, I want to talk to you guys about how to feel more confident in clothes and just exude confidence and love yourself in what you're wearing. So A few tips from me personally in my um, many years of trying to figure this shit out because I feel like a lot of our confidence issues comes with obviously not feeling confident in our body, duh, but also not feeling comfortable in the clothes that we wear when we're out in public, when we're at home with our partner, whatever it is, you know, so 
a few tips to make it easier for you. Now, obviously, this is just my personal experience and my personal opinion and recommendation. You do not have to follow what I say or agree with it, but it's just another like mindset to have, you know, so take it or leave it. What I have found to be very, very important is finding clothes that suit your body. And when I say that, like find the style that suits your body. Is it long and tight dresses? Is it mini dresses? Is it like flowy dresses? Is it not dresses at all is what I'm trying to get at. So for me, I the biggest thing I feel good in, even though I'm self-conscious about like my tummy a little bit, I like wearing really tight clothes, like tight but long dresses, like mid dress, midis. Are they called midi dresses? Yeah, like those long tight ones. Um, because I like my small waist, I like my hips and my bottom, and I feel like wearing tight clothing like accentuates my figure. Even though I'm a little bit self conscious about my tummy when I wear things like that, I'm like, it's all good. Like I still feel confident because like my figure is shown when I wear clothes like that. If I don't wear tight clothes because I have big hips and quite wide shoulders. Um, I can look like bigger and stocky and just don't feel good. So that's what I've kind of picked up is I have to wear things that accentuate different parts of my body or I can look quite big. So if you can't see my waist, obviously I do look wider in all areas because my hips like push out all my clothes and my butt's really big. So it can just look silly in my eyes. I don't know if anyone else sees that, but I feel confident in tight clothes. Another point I will make is try and understand your body. Like when people are like, I'm self-conscious or I hate my body. I don't think you hate all of your body, right? Like there's, it's absolutely normal to like be self-conscious about certain areas of your body. And don't forget, like it's all a mindset, right? It's all because we're comparing ourselves to other people, or it might be going off what someone has said to you. I've done lots of episodes about like the mindset, but today will just be about, you know, a full, a few tools that you can keep into consideration and a couple of mindset tips on how to navigate through like the clothing part of confidence so take the time to fucking really talk to yourself about like what do I love about myself stand there fucking naked in the mirror and concentrate on like one body part at a time for me like I said like I really like my bottom and like I have a really curvy body like my waist is getting smaller shut up and working out um so I do kind of sometimes get like that hourglass figure and my hips and my bum like I really love so I will always find tight dresses that make my bum look good and my my waist really small so like if it's tight around my waist and my lower body then I just feel really confident in saying that like I don't I would prefer not to wear like mini skirts or mini shorts because I don't like the top of my thighs like I'm not self-confident about them but if I can like avoid wearing like really tight mini shorts that accentuate my thick thighs like when I say thick like um, I do have body fat on like my inner thighs and I work out quite a bit so like my my quads are a little bit bigger anyway but like I don't like accentuating the inside of my thighs if that makes sense so I'll like avoid mini shorts altogether I'll just wear like bike shorts instead right So it's about trying to understand what you love about yourself. Like, do you really have nice boobs? Do you have nice arms? Or do you, are you really self-conscious about your boobs or your arms? Or like, I'm using very specific examples here, but you get what I'm saying. So try and find clothes. And what I've actually noticed, because I have like quite broad shoulders, I 
you can make your body look certain ways with different styles of clothing, right? And I've noticed like if I wear sleeves, I feel a bit more confident um, because my arms are a little bit like there's something I'm working on, which is fine. And my shoulders are a bit bigger. So if I wear like sleeves, um, I just feel a bit more confident. Like they look fine without them, but I'm like, that's my go-to style, you know? My biggest advice for like maybe figuring this shit out because this takes practice and it does take a lot of like self-love and confidence in the first place to dare to try new things you know hire a stylist just to go shopping with one day and because I think they're actually like I don't know this but I'm assuming they would be trained to like look at your body type and say I recommend this as this for your body type and then obviously they pick out colors as well like I think certain skin tones um, and things they recommend colors to like bring out your eyes or bring out, you know, your your skin color or whatever it is. So it's pretty similar to look at it like makeup, right? Like depending on where you put your highlight, depending on how you contour your face, depending on how you do your fucking eyebrows can change the way that your face looks. You're not physically changing your face. You're just it's an optical illusion, right? So we don't physically have to change our body parts. We just have to create that optical illusion that makes us feel the most confident and the most empowered. And again, this isn't about, you know, dressing to impress other people. It's how am I showing up every day the most confident, authentic and beautiful self, right? Um, That's the goal because confidence fucking is attractive to everyone, right? So, you know, dress for yourself and what you feel most confident in. So, Don't be scared to reach out to some professionals and be like, yo, bitch, help me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. What I've figured out, like going to the shops and buying clothes and trying to see how it looks, the lighting in the change rooms is everything. Sometimes I try on clothes and I'm like, what is this shadow? Like this is making me look not attractive right now. And then you wear it, you put it on at home and you're like, fuck, I look amazing. So, you know, take into account the environment that you're in when you're trying clothes on in the store or when you're trying clothes on for a night out at home. You know how we all do that frantic, like you've got fucking 60 pairs of dresses or something, pairs, like 60 dresses or something to choose from in your cupboard and you like try it on, you throw it on the floor, you go in and each dress that looks shit, you just have a fucking tantrum and a mental breakdown. You're like, I have nothing to wear. I'm so fat. Like we've all been there, right? Like um, it's a regular occurrence. But where are you trying the clothes on? Is it in like a really dark room? Is it the lighting terrible? Is it natural lighting? Like really think about where you're trying this shit on when you figure out what to wear for the night because it can make a huge difference. Um, I have read articles before about certain clothing stores using certain mirrors and lighting so that you feel good when you put the clothes on and you buy it. And I thought that was fucking genius. Like as a marketing thing, if you had terrible lighting and shit mirrors, and every girl that tried their, your clothes on and they were like, I look fucking disgusting in this. And they put it back on the rack. Like, wouldn't you want them to feel fucking amazing? Huge tip. <laughs> Try not to like, if you have to and you're fine with it, do it. But for me personally, I get so bloated and just like that little bit of extra weight in my head anyway. And when I'm on my period or when I'm due for my period, right? Like we all kind of bloat a little bit and we just feel yucky. So I know that, on some days in the gym, I wear like my favorite type of gym pants. I'm like, I look fucking banging, right? I look skinny. Like my bum looks amazing. My hips look really nice. My waist is tiny. And I'll wear the exact same pants like the next week when I've got my period. And I'm like, fuck, how did I put on like three kilos in a week? This is ridiculous. Why does, why do I not look skinny? (laughs) 
Um, so it makes a huge difference. So if you're going out, like trying clothes on and you feel really shit about yourself, just remember like your body fluctuates and it's okay. Like go try different clothes on. I normally wear black as well. Like when I'm bloated or I wear really tight gym pants when I'm bloated. So it just, I feel like tight. You know what I mean? Or, you know, if you don't give a fuck, you do you. But remember I said, think about your own body. What makes you feel confident? What makes you feel shit? And then accentuate those features. Um, That goes for your moves as well. And your body type when you're I don't know, like maybe your boobs feel different when you're breastfeeding or something like that, you know, like give your body a break. Different times of our lives, our bodies will fluctuate. So think about that kind of stuff when you're deciding on an outfit or buying new clothes or however, whatever situation you might be in. This can go two ways. My next point is fake tan. I always wear fake tan when I go to like big events like um, festivals or something like that because I just like looking brown and you know tanned and feeling good fake tan makes me feel better covers like some cellulite and you know marks on my body or whatever it is I just feel way more confident when I'm tanned especially in the gym I don't look pale like my I can see my muscles and my toneness is that a word like I look way more toned when I'm tanned so that makes me feel better but like I've like tried a dress on or tried bathers on. Try bathers on when you're tan in the fucking shop. And I promise you, you're like, I look fucking good. Because tan is just like incredible. I've also tried on bathers when I have been white. And I'm like, this looks terrible. (laughs) So be careful about what you're wearing. It can be deceiving. But, or are you using it as an optical illusion? You do you, girlfriend. Whatever you need. I know like obviously the Kardashians have come out with fucking like body shimmers and literally paint your skin with different colors, whatever it is. Fucking you do you. Do whatever you need to do to optical illusion your body. I can't. I'm not speaking very well today. Excuse me. But do whatever you need to do to feel comfortable, girlfriend. Do what you need to do. Also like side note, fuck trends. If it's a trend, I know at one point it was a trend to wear play suits or like jumpsuits, whatever you want to call them. That was not good time for me. Like I have a long torso, like I'm a tall girl. I think I think I'm above average. And my bum is really big. So when I wear fucking play suits, one, my whole butt sticks out the bottom. Like I physically don't fit into play suits and I just have a constant like camel toe slash vagina wedgie. Well, that's what it is, but like it just doesn't suit me. They they look really fucking cute on like small short girls because it's just it looks fucking adorable you guys pull it off amen to you but wasn't my thing so I was like what the fuck am I supposed to do during this trend (laughs) so fuck trends you go and buy whatever you are most comfortable in and you know stand out who gives a fuck rather than trying to fit into quote-unquote like trending clothes and feeling uncomfortable and shit about yourself like fuck that just wear whatever you're comfortable in right you do you boo boo all right i think that is all i want to cover today a quick one but a a little golden nugget for you guys little golden nuggies hope you take those little golden nuggies and dip them in some sauce and um they taste good so uh, mate i need professional help today what is going on (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode if you want to connect, reach out or follow me, you can find me on social media platforms under Jade Delpup. So J-A-Y-D-E-D-E-L-P-U-P. Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. 
If you go onto my Facebook page, there is also a group for this podcast that you can join. It is called The JD Remedy. Let's talk about it. So give that a search as well. Join the group for the podcast. I post every episode in there. Um, so you guys can comment, discuss, or just connect with me. You know, I like saying hello to people. So reach out if you guys need anything. I take requests and suggestions for the podcast. So let me know what you guys want to hear. I'm happy to deliver. Until next time, guys. I don't know what my sign out is. I don't have a sign out. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.